Part two, y'all. Part two. We back. We back. Power One Billion Podcast. We're gonna finish this discussion about uh Marvel TV shows, past, present, and future. Uh, right around the corner, June 9th, y'all. We got Loki. Um, and speaking of Loki, I am low-key hype about this show. I know that was corny, but I know that was clever, right? That was clever. But anyways, well played. <laughs> yeah, well played. Yeah, honestly, man. Uh, I don't know about y'all, man. Like, I know we we target, we get back to what we picked up, but like, man, I feel kind of, man, I feel kind of like it's been a while since we've seen a <laughs> Marvel show, but really, it was just last month we had one. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, or I mean, March. I mean, yeah, but like, um. Man, I feel like man, they can't. I can't be handling these gaps of these TV shows or movies, man. I can't, I can't handle that, man. I can't. I need consistency. But anyways, we got Loki coming up, guys. Marvel is still doing a great job with the TV shows, and uh, I do want to elaborate on basically what exactly is making these TV shows so successful. I know we kind of touched over it a little bit in the last episode. But, you know, there's a lot of TV shows, as we mentioned in the last episode, that caught some flack, right? I ain't going to say no names. You know, Jessica Jones. <clears throat> but, Defenders. Uh, and Defenders. Hey, we had that discussion about Defenders, all right? We had that discussion. All right. Ooh. You know, I, yeah, we had that discussion. It, it was kind of a... Whack. It was, it was whack. Nah, you can't, you can't give it a whack. And that's where we really? left off, because... Cause I was like, I was like, if 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 Defenders was whack, there's a lot of TV shows, comic book based that got a pass, that just got a straight up pass, pass. But anyways, that actually is good though. I'm glad that you guys do think it's whack because now we can probably get some fruits of it. Like what exactly made it so bad in the past, and what can they do better going into the future? Because did anybody remember the Inhumans TV show? Man, nah, I didn't even man. watch that, bro. <laughs> Me neither. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm sorry. Like I, I looked at it and I was like, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> I was like, this ain't it. I saw yeah, a promo image for it, and I, I had the same thought as Raheem. I'm like, this ain't it, man. I, even just the promo image, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I can't even give it my time. Yeah, and you know what? I don't remember the episodes I watched from it. Um, but I was kind of shocked how internals have a movie in theaters and then humans have a TV series. I was like, I thought it would kind of be the other way around a little bit. Or they just both can be in the big screen. But um Loki guys, what are y'all y'all ready for Loki, man? Like mm-hmm. what can they go right or wrong with Loki? Well, let me ask, like, are we gonna talk about um like, you know, the Inhumans and the Eternal Connection first, or do you want to just jump like straight into Loki? Because I had some thoughts about Inhumans. Like right off the gate, bruh. Since we had the teaser of Internals, man, I'm down to talk. So, what other connections? I mean, we, I mean, I know the, I, we know the connections, but what's your thoughts, Raheem? Because, like, you know, the Eternals trailer did drop, and of course, we got Paperboy Brian Tyree Henry, yeah. our very own, you know, coming out of Fayetteville, North Carolina, and y'all right. know, yeah. Uh, for those listening to this podcast, I know we got a lot of listeners worldwide. Um, we reside in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. So, Fedville is an hour outside. So, to hear of an yeah. actor 
the hero of an actor going on the big screen, not only the big screen, but in a Marvel big screen, MCU, being from Fayetteville, it kind of got us lit. I mean, Chadwick yep. Boseman is from South Carolina, but hey, anyways, back to it. Right, talking shout humans out, and Eternals. Fayetteville real quick, though, man. I mean, I want to say J. Cole out there hooping in Africa and dropped a new album. He's from the Ville, too. Yeah, like, he is from the Ville. Ville. Yeah, shout out to Charlotte, uh, because the baby just won uh you know uh rap song of the year uh the vmas one of those shows uh, one of those awards i don't know but uh the baby uh, north carolina winning north carolina winning bro north carolina win. we win it yeah go ahead right all right, so all right so bring it back to you know the mcu and whatnot so i think like one of the main reasons why the why uh the inhumans failed as to where the eternals may have a better chance of succeeding is because first off the inhumans wasn't done by Kevin Feige. It was done by uh, Marvel TV at the time. And during that time, like, you know, there was this big split, this big argument. Because remember, like, Marvel TV and Marvel movies were supposed to be interconnected. Mm -hmm. um, and that happened during the first two seasons of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm sorry, the first, yeah, the first two seasons of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then all of a sudden, they diverged so much because they just stopped talking to each other. And I think that's that played a big part in it. Um, you know, Kevin Feige like has this like big master vision like planned out and whatnot, and and you're right, uh, Sheldon. Like originally, um, Inhumans was supposed to come to the theaters, and they were supposed mm -hmm. to take the place of uh, the X Men. Like they were supposed to be big up yeah. in uh, the Inhumans. As a matter of fact, like you saw, like once the MCU started taking off, all of a sudden in the comic books, you started seeing this huge shift from like you know X Men focused stories. Mm -hmm. um to inhuman focus stories and what i mean by that is um like the x-men stories sucked during that time i'm just gonna be real they sucked um which way but um well, i would say which one um take your pick because like, i was buying comics like i was buying comics during the time where you know the mcu really started taking off and they really stopped focusing on the uh the X-Men like that, except for Wolverine, because I mean Wolverine is like the most popular X-Men. You just can't shelf him. Like he's like he's like your breadwinner. Um, but yeah. like, as far as like the X-Men as a team, like they really started like, you know, they, they started deucing on those books. Same thing with the Fantastic Four. As a matter of fact, they took the Fantastic Four off the board completely during um yeah. during their second Secret Wars uh yeah. series. Yes. Um I do but, remember yeah. that. But yeah, like originally the Inhumans were supposed to be a Marvel movie, mm -hmm. but I guess somehow they were like, nah, you know, we're going to turn this into a TV show instead. And it just did not work. Like even like from the trailers, it was just kind of like, yo, this is boo-boo. Yeah. Um, Black Bolt was soft. God, I, it's so, you know, it's funny because like, I actually think I tried to watch the first episode and I was like, nope, can't yeah, do it. They 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 man they made black bolt soft i'm like black bolt man you all you all understand how much power black bolt got man this oh, yeah. man came he can't even whisper this man can't it will level a planet basically yeah. man like he can't even like and like i mean of course triton and uh lockjaw and all the other people medusa i mean i can't i can go on days for them but like yeah i agree with you ryan i do agree man it was he wasn't a, a fan it's definitely one of my favorites and it's funny because like you can see like, like you could actually see like this big in human shift as a matter of fact um there was a comic book series it was a limited series called infinity um 
and you know Thanos you know and the Black Order which you know was where, if I'm not mistaken that was their first appearance where you know Thanos yeah. pretty much had his team of anti-Avengers um like they came to Earth and whatnot and you know the Avengers off in space you know fighting on like you know this plant like, you know this galaxy scale and like towards the end of the series they made it back to Earth where the Inhumans and the street level heroes and everybody's been fighting um, but they put like such a big emphasis mm-hmm. on like how much the Inhumans like was ingrained. They tried to ingrain the Inhumans so much into Marvel lore. Um, they actually made the Terrigen myth yeah. like deadly to mutants, um, which ended up killing Cyclops originally. Yeah. Um, like it was, and like they like no matter how much they tried, they just couldn't get the Inhumans off the ground. I think the most popular Inhumans. That came from their push was Miss um, Marvel, the new Miss Marvel comic. Of course, time. of course. Um, but yeah, like, like originally it was supposed to be a movie. It um, ended up being a TV show, and it just did not connect with the fans. Um, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I let's let's and you know what, Raheem? I want to take a step. I want to take a step away from the actual comics of marvel for the listeners who who may not have read the comics or maybe not into the actual book reading comics of marvel but are just like the tv shows and movies i do want to say this inhumans actually are connecting dot and i agree with you uh raheem because one thing about inhumans is when you think of galactic the galactic heroes right you got the internals uh guardians of galaxies the inhumans etc etc the celestials blah 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 um you, and humans are literally the connecting chain amongst everybody, right? The Avengers, Fantastic Four, uh, the Nova Corps, uh, the Kree, the the Scroll. Um, yeah, is it? And I think um, as a fan, right, of Marvel, like I said. Uh, if we, I ain't read a single Inhumans comic. I don't care about any Marvel comics. I like the shows and TV. I like what the content they have given us in the in the big screen or in TV shows. Looking at that show, bro, um, probably that's like one of those turnoffs as a Marvel fan. This is like, yeah, that you just turned me off. You know, I'm not going to spoil the show for nobody. I want you to, if you haven't seen the show or at least clips of the show, go see it and evaluate it yourself. But personally speaking, as a fan, if I just bluntly just as a person who haven't read the comics, just look at that show, it is an absolute turnoff. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I have no. They really jumped the gun with the Inhumans, and, mm-hmm. and and what I mean by that was like, like even during uh, season two when they introduced the humans on Agents of Shield, like their introduction on Agents of Shield, where nobody mm-hmm. was connected to like Black Bolt or Medusa or. Yeah. Um, or Gorgon or any of the popular Inhumans I feel like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did a better job of introducing the Inhumans mm-hmm. than the actual TV show The Inhumans mm. I, I can see that I can see that Um, but yeah I, I think this goes to but I do feel like you know and this is trying to bring it all back to you know um, you know Marvel side well, the Marvel TV side uh, versus like what they did in the past. I I definitely think that with the new Marvel TV shows like Miss uh, Marvel coming out, who in the comic book she's an Inhuman. I'm pretty sure they're going to try to keep that uh, same thing going. Um, mm-hmm. 
in the TV show as well. I, I do think that um, I do think that with the introduction of Captain Marvel and the Kree warriors um, mm-hmm. in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, I do think that the Marvel TV side has a better chance of reintroducing the Inhumans in a way that will satisfy hardcore fans uh, like uh, myself, you and Devontae, but also can mm-hmm. satisfy and like really pique the yeah. interest of of new like of not so casual fans um, based on what they did off WandaVision alone. Like and not and not taking anything away from Falcon and Winter Soldier because that show was amazing also. Mm-hmm. Like I like like I like them both. But I think with WandaVision, it shows that Marvel TV can do different styles of shows and it be successful. Um, and I think me and Devontae like talked about this like in one of our other earlier podcasts about WandaVision, about like how we enjoyed it, how we enjoyed WandaVision because it felt like you were watching that time period show mm-hmm. like when they had like the whole like um Bewitch I love Lucy, I love Lucy yeah. show. Yeah. um like I want to say like Modern Family Malcolm in the Middle, in the middle. Like, yeah they had those, those show vibes like it really felt like we were watching those shows mm-hmm. which shows like how much attention to detail the televisions like like that shows how much attention to detail that Kevin Feige put into like you know put into the programs and I think that the newer shows can do that and I think that's something that the older shows to a degree lacked but also I think that they failed because everybody wanted that interconnectivity and they didn't give it to us we wanted like when ABC came out with that whole it's all connected thing right everybody was waiting for like you know like Captain America to show up or Nick Fury to show up. He did show up on Agents of Shield during the first season. At yes, the end he did. of the first season for like two minutes. In the um, beginning. He was in the beginning. You're right. In the beginning, you're right. Yeah. Um but yeah, like all of a sudden it was just like it was like, okay, it's all connected. And then Marvel TV went mm-hmm. to war with Marvel movies. And then all of a sudden it was just like, uh screw that. So you know mm-hmm. I mean but I think that's where they lost a lot of people. And I think that's yeah. where like the brokenness on like the older television shows like Luke Cage like uh, Iron Fist Jessica Jones I think that's where that brokenness came from Daredevil I think that's where that brokenness came from you know mm-hmm. I'm glad you didn't say the Punisher because Punisher was just heat bro it was man and I, and I hated calling out like the other shows like that because Daredevil was heat Luke Cage to me was heat first first uh, season Man, the, man, the second season was heat too. Bro. I wanted to yeah. see how they were gonna get Luke Cage out of that, like out of that jam that he was in at the end, bro. Yeah, but true. Punisher was heat also. Yeah, like, I think and, the only two shows I really didn't was, really wasn't feeling like that was Jessica Jones and um and Iron Fist. I love Iron Fist. Just throwing that out there. Actually, I can see why people dislike it. But I actually love. it. I can't say I don't. I I I don't like it. I actually really liked it. But Devontae, what did you like any of them shows? So I feel like Devontae is our designated hater, y'all. So it's time for our, our personal <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Our Rotten Tomatoes critic right here. <laughs> uh, loud and proud. <laughs> loud and proud. You know <laughs> I created Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah you exactly did. <laughs> you just did. I actually liked 
the first season of Luke Cage. I did. Um, obviously, spoilers for people that have not seen it. I didn't like, you know, I like Cottonmouth, you know, goated, you know, played by Mahershala yep. Ali. He was a great villain. When goated. he was killed off in the middle, and then they entered, like the next villain was like Diamondback. Didn't like it as much, you know, because I, I really, oh. really thought that he should have been Cottonmouth should have been the villain throughout. Um, so I didn't like that he was killed off like that in in the middle oh, of yeah. it. But I did like yeah. it because to Raheem's point, it was a show that felt different. You know, it was yeah. like you know it's based in Harlem, mostly black cast and everything, and um. It just had a different feel than a typical like corporate Marvel template. And of course, there was some of yeah. that in there, especially towards the end with like the yeah. uh, the fighting and, and action yeah. and stuff like that. But man, yeah. how many Marvel shows do you know you have like a bunch of black brothers chilling in a barbershop talking about life? You know what I'm saying? Like that show had stuff like that in it. Um, and I like that's why yeah. I like that show. I got to admit, I did not watch a lot of the other shows. But I did watch most of season one of uh, Daredevil, and I liked it, you know, because again, Daredevil, he's a as a blind superhero. I was always fascinated by how he could use his enhanced other abilities to be able to fight crime and thing. And the, the fight choreography was really good on that show. So I also like Daredevil. Um, yes. But I, I do think that going forward, though, like these new shows, I think the the continuity and the increased budget that they have for these shows is really a big advantage. For because mm-hmm. um, we saw like WandaVision and the Falcon Winter Soldier, you can tell they just had much bigger budgets than any of those previous shows, um, and it helps that they're shorter. Like these new shows, I don't know how many episodes Loki is, but mm-hmm. um, WandaVision was what eight episodes. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier was only six, so they're they're shorter. They're kind of operating as like you know longer movies, and they have like movie type budgets and looks to it. And I think that's an advantage that these shows have, and why it's been working so far. Huh, actually, dude, actually, you know, y'all, you just made me think of something like after Loki, right? Because mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, after you know, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Daredevil, um, Punisher, they always have a special place in my heart, those TV shows on Netflix because they were good to me. Um, we got WandaVision, we got Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or now Captain America, and now we got Loki come up. Is there any other TV shows that after Loki are we looking forward to watching? Because they didn't classify yeah. if Blade if they, they but here's the thing. They didn't classify if Blade was a TV show. They didn't classify if Hawkeye was a TV show. All we got to look forward is a part two of the WandaVisions and the Falcons and the Loki's. If those happen, part two if those, those happen might not even happen. I don't even think they will happen. But here's the thing. I just realized. I don't think like, I'm. I'm curious, and Marvel's always big at surprising us, of course. But they may. It's, it, it, it just hit me that this is a very critical time. So they better. They better. <laughs> these movies better hit. Like these movies better be like on it. Um, because after the Loki's done, I don't know exactly where they can go with TV shows as far as introducing new characters and stories besides Blade and Moon Knight. Um, well, you got and course, Hulk, you got What If, um, you got Armor Wars, you know, they, they're gonna have Iron a Heart. Ironheart, you know, Ironheart. I mean, I mean, see, and that's the thing, I, as a fan, I'm a little bit picky because, of course, you know, Armor Wars, you know, I'm a War Machine fan, uh, Riri Williams, I would like to see her on a big screen before a TV show, but that's just selfishly me speaking, just selfishly, but um, I hope they do that because if not, like. Yo, I, I, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, 
could it be a good time to bring those characters back? Even though I know it's probably far fetched, but like those Mike Coulter's and John Brothel and all uh, you know the Daredevil series, like kind of reiterate and bring those back to life and connect it if they haven't already because we're supposed to hear from matt murdoch in the new spider-man supposedly that's rumor right one of those rumors but i think i never realized that like yo i've been hyping myself up so much for wandavision and falcon and loki to stop and realize like yo um they can't just throw anything at us now like they of course she hulk in the what if series and armor wars is good but they can't lose quality because i felt like that's what they did with jessica jones and a lot of other shows like even ages of shield like after season two they just lost quality and they just started feeding us stuff that you think as fans is like we're gonna eat it up like the new ghost rider that wasn't even johnny blaze um like and it's like oh the ghost rider fans are gonna tune into ages of shield now because we got their attention on the first two seasons like this should be good and it ended up being a complete flop in humans the gifted it wasn't really a big flop like the storyline with the ghost rider and it was actually pretty good man as um, a ghost rider fan like, heck no we just couldn't like sustain it because it was too expensive to sustain you know yeah as a Ghost Rider fan, heck nah, man. I, I gotta turn that one down. I ain't gonna lie. I, I watched the two episodes of that and I was like, I can't. I can't. Well, you make a good point, Sheldon. Oh, that's just me. You made a good point, Sheldon. Like, eventually, I do agree with you that at some point, it seems like for these shows, they're gonna kind of run out of shows to do. And, and eventually, especially when the movies come back, I have a feeling, this is just my guess right now, that eventually most fans are going to only start caring about the movies and may not watch as many of the shows especially if the shows become increasingly obscure you know like yeah. if you start having shows about more of these minor characters like she hulk she hulk and things like that yeah i don't know guys like they started off with shows that were characters that people are familiar with like everybody knows yeah. wanda and vision you know falcon and winter soldier um loki like those are familiar characters but as they start doing these more obscure characters where it's not immediately clear how this is going to fit into the larger mcu fans may lose interest and they may they may be in a situation where they have to determine okay do, do we want to keep doing these shows or not or should we just focus on the movies because i disagree before, a little bit well, well, let me let me finish real quick because like before there was a bunch of shows like the runaways and all these shows we talked about in part one that yeah was, yeah that i didn't even honestly as a diehard mcu fan so many shows i didn't even know about Cloak even and Dagger, though yeah and it kind of lost yes. interest. And i'm like well there's just too many of them at this point but going forward though i'm wondering if i'm not saying this definitively I'm wondering if will they be able to keep doing these Disney Plus shows and will they mm. remain as successful in terms of quality and viewership, you know, mm. knowing that the movies are going to start coming out and the, the shows and the characters in the shows are not going to be as well known. I don't know. I feel that. Go ahead, yeah, Raheem. Yeah, yeah, what I do you think? That. So the, the only reason why I disagree with that is because remember, like Guardians of the Galaxy, like nobody knew about those characters until they hit the big screen, right? But before mm -hmm. that, they were like, D-list characters, but, but mm -hmm. big screen Wayne, though. Like, Those are the key words. It was a movie, not a show. But check mm -hmm. this out, though. Check this out. Like, so, like, not a lot of people actually knew about Monica Rambeau, except for maybe the black community. But Monica Rambeau was actually introduced in WandaVision, and now everybody's hyped to see her in the Marvels or Captain mm -hmm. Marvel too. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Um, but one of the things that I was looking at, um, I was pulling this up like while, um, like while we were, um. Like while y'all were talking and whatnot, um, this is a list of uh the Disney shows that are coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, a whole number of episodes uh, that are supposed to have like Loki is supposed to have six episodes. 
Mm-hmm. And then it's supposed to be like the What If series that's supposed mm-hmm. to have like 23 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawkeye, which, you know, is going to have like minor characters, but mm-hmm. they're going to introduce new characters as well, like uh, Kate Bishop, who is the second Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah so Kate I Bishop. Let's see, Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. um, Moon Knight, um, mm-hmm. She Hulk, Secret mm-hmm. Invasion, which is the Nick Fury show, um, mm-hmm. Ironheart. Uh, mm-hmm. Armor Wars, which I think is supposed to be animated, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I am Groot. Actually, no, I'm not looking forward to that anymore. And apparently, <laughs> there's an untitled uh, Wakanda series that's coming out as well. Oh, that might be dope. Um, I didn't know that. But I, 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 with Marvel getting back, uh, like a lot of their popular properties, like the X Men, the Fantastic Four. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that. I don't think it would be a problem as far as like introducing like the lesser known characters if they have mm-hmm. a great story. Like for instance, like nobody, mm-hmm. and I hate to say it like this, but nobody cared about Wanda and Vision in Age of Ultron or any of, like they were regulated to like like C characters in mm-hmm. Infinity Wars, like Age of Ultron, uh, Endgame, until mm-hmm. they got their own show. And then once they got their mm-hmm. own show, all of a sudden it was just like, yo, Wanda and Vision, right? Yeah. Like everybody thought that you know Falcon and the Winter Soldier was Captain America's sidekicks until they got their own show, and then all yeah. of a sudden they're just like, "Yo, Bucky's that dude. Yo, yep. Sam's yeah. that dude." So, to, I so I think that I do think that with like with proper writing, and it seems that Marvel is actually taking their like taking the time to say, "Okay, how can we best tell this story?" within the context of what we're trying to do yeah. and give fans like I really feel like Marvel is really like taking the fans into consideration um, right. now with that being said I do believe there will be a burnout at some point because if I'm being honest I definitely am not looking forward to the I Am Group show even though it's done by James Gunn <laughs> um, yeah. and if I'm being honest I'm really not looking forward to the secret invasion mm. what? Um, okay. I'm not like <laughs> Um, but I am looking forward to Ironheart. I am looking forward to uh, the Wakanda series. Um, she Hulk. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to She Hulk. Yes, um, of course, of course. But again, like, oh, and Moon Knight actually. Um, and that's only because of uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Right? Yeah, yeah, Isaac, yeah, yes. Like when they finally like confirmed that he can actually do it, like he's actually the star. It was just like, okay, this dude is getting ready. You know, like you know, make up for that apocalypse performance. You know. Um, but but there are some obscure characters that I actually would like to see brought to Marvel like two Mm -hmm. off the top of my head the Squadron Supreme oh don't uh, talk about the Squadron Supreme we can't talk about that don't ever talk because they already are all because they just Justice League bootleg literally Justice League (laughs) that's just literally that aggravates me Nighthawk Hyperion Hyperion Speed Demon? Come on now. Come on. Yeah, we ain't gonna know, talk about the squad. I, I squad had to start with Jordan no, on that. Because they did the first. But yo, know, here's like, the reason that's, why that's I would love to see off. that, though. But look, the reason why I would love to see that is because I would love to see if Marvel can actually do DC better than DC could do DC. <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> if they actually had like a better like DC show than DC. They didn't, they didn't even try to hide it. 
Like, <laughs> like Hyperion's weakness is the blue sun and the blue rock, and he lives on a, 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 a fortress of ice. Nighthawk, he, he has no skills. All he has is gadgets and hand-to-hand combat. I mean, it's just like... That's just petty. It's just like... It's just like... It's just like, yo, they don't even try to hide it. They didn't. And here's the crazy part, though. But here's the crazy part, though, because in, it's like... There are characters in DC that are blatant rip off of uh, Marvel characters too. Mm-hmm. None that I can think of that are popular, but um, like there have been some cameos in some DC comics. I was reading an article just a moment ago where it was talking about how like the squadron of like space knights, like like nuke like Wolverine. And when mm-hmm. you look at the comic panel, it actually did have it was Wolverine, it was Doctor Doom, it was Cable. Yeah, they were tied to a post, and they and they vaporized them. Yeah. So, but, but I think the thing with that one though is because like the Squadron Supreme actually did play a huge part in Secret Wars. It did. But also, yes, it did. like Marvel and DC. So, like, here's the crazy part, because like in like in a couple of DC comics and in a couple of Marvel comics, their universes, like even though they're in separate like worlds, they're on separate. Mm-hmm. They are on separate Earths, but they're still connected. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Like there was a Justice League story where the Avengers were in it, and the Avengers failed to save the Earth. Yeah, and they had Superman oh. come handle that. You already we ain't, we ain't gonna talk about that comic. We already know the goat. And you know Batman helped out a little bit too, but man, yeah, we well, are. But but yeah though. But, so, but anywho, like, but I think, but I but I think for me, like where the failures of past Marvel shows are gonna come from, because the reality is, is that. I didn't watch the Runaways. I didn't watch, um, and a lot of people said the Runaways were good. I didn't watch. It wasn't Coke bad. Wasn't bad. See, I it didn't watch Open Dagger, which was on Freeform. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was like, like I had because because it wasn't because it wasn't connected to the Marvel universe. I had no real interest in watching it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, and I'm not going to say those shows failed just because I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty sure there are fans of those shows, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be listeners who are like, "You didn't watch those? Boy, you buggy. You better go back and watch those." <laughs> um, but I do feel like that's going to be the thing. That's going to be the difference maker, Kevin Feige, mm-hmm. right? And right. and the Disney machine behind the Disney machine funding, you know, these TV shows, right? Right, and so bringing it back to it, like I actually, all right, so I, I, I see what you're saying, both Devontae and Raheem. And here's the thing that, here's why I'm kind of hesitant about the future TV shows of Marvel, just in general, Marvel, not just MCU, but Marvel Studios, um, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, all, all the Marvels, right? Sony, Marvel, whatever, um, whatever Marvel that's coming out. I think they can get, I don't want to be trapped into this kind of mindset with marvel that i'm a diehard fan i'm automatically eat up anything they throw out so i feel like after loki um they're just going to start throwing out things as tv shows and expecting us to eat it up and not necessarily perform great quality um in the tv shows like cloak me personally cloak and dagger and inhumans are like probably like the end of gifted uh kind of like three examples i give with that but i'm like yo like okay Yes, we, we know Blade's coming. We know uh, Hawkeye's coming. We know these other stuff is coming. And She-Hulk. But, like, yo, don't 
throw out a TV show about Mole Man. You know, don't throw out a TV show about Wyatt Wingfoot. Like, you know, like, don't throw a TV show out about any of those characters just because they're Marvel and they're somehow connected to this character and we and we can get a look at their lives. I'm like, I'm not saying, like, don't, because I'm pretty sure those shows can be a dope show. Um, But, like, for instance, all right, MODOK, right? Modoc, uh, uh, Modoc is on Hulu, right? It's a comedy, actually. It's kind of like this Family Guy, Bob's Burger kind of comedy theme, and um, I like it. I ain't gonna lie, I'm only a few episodes in. I do like it, and I thought that was great. But I feel like that's where Marvel is going to be headed with all their other characters in the universe. I don't think they are ever going to th- run out of characters. I think they're going to run out of like. <laughs> I, it's, I don't want to say it, but I think they're going to run out of just like giving us what they did, WandaVision, Falcon, and all the other TV shows. I feel like they're going to go through this phase that DC slipped up on and just throw at things expecting people to automatically eat it up um, mm-hmm. because it's Marvel, you know? And I think, and I feel, I'm going to be honest, y'all going to hate me for this. Y'all going to really hate me for this. I'm actually not looking forward to the Wakanda show. Hey, I don't, I don't hate you for it, man. Because I think that's the, that's part of the reason, though. Because I felt like that's one of those things where like they're gonna bleed stuff dry, expecting like all the Black Panther fans. Here you go, and like <laughs> you know, like and not necessarily work on like actual things that are connected, not only into the universe, but that can continue long lasting and have great quality episodes and great stories and stuff. Like you know, um. And I think, yeah, they're going to start reaching. I feel like Marvel's going to definitely start reaching. Because we're, we're getting into villain shows now, right? Loki's coming out. Like, I won't be surprised if I see a Zemo show be talked about. Or, which I, I wouldn't hate that. But, you know, or, or a Doctor Doom show. or This is going to cover everybody in some way, shape, or form. And I felt like this is going to throw a whole bunch of shows at us out. And we're just going to kind of, like, struggle to keep up with them and the quality is not going to be as good because they're doing it now. They already done it. We, we listed a bunch of shows. I don't think that's 100% true. And the only reason why I say that is because like, even though they're throwing out like a bunch of different shows, look, it's only been like, I mean, maybe like three weeks since Falcon and the Winter Soldier ended. And we're already on pins and needles for Loki. Like, mm-hmm. and that comes out next week. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, <clears throat> You know, like having one show after another, after another, after another. I don't think Marvel will do that. And even if they do it, it's not an overkill. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, WandaVision might have been like like nine episodes, but they were 30 minutes apiece. Falcon mm-hmm. and the Winter Soldier, it may have been six episodes, but it was 43 minutes. I, so I don't think there's going to be that overload there. Mm-hmm. Um, But also, like if you look at like Marvel's track record, Marvel's worst, like Marvel Universe is like the MCU's worst movie so far, their worst project overall, not including Netflix, not including the Hulu shows, not including the freeform shows, just cinematic universe. Their worst project is a toss up between Captain Marvel and Thor Dark World. That's mm. two out of 22 connected movies. Mm-hmm. Even the Incredible Hulk that was done by Universal, which is technically considered because it had an Iron Man cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, even after all of that, they only had like two out of 22 connected movies that was like mm-hmm. trash. Well, not trash. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call them trash. But they were like mm-hmm. 70, 60, 70% all right. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, I don't, I really don't think that. And and to be fair, like, I can see your point with the whole like, like I'm not looking forward to the Wakanda show because I was thinking about that and I was like, okay, if it had Ao in it, if it had Ao in it, or if it had Shuri in it, I'd yeah. be okay. Like, I, I I'd be like, okay, you know, what? I'm gonna watch this. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Like, so I'm not so yeah I'm not like knocking that at all um I just think that I really do think that Marvel takes the time to put more thought into their shows to make the shows work otherwise like I think that we wouldn't even I mean because realistically WandaVision conceptually should not have worked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's like Wanda like going through like a history of TV shows getting to a place to where getting to like this unknown place mm-hmm. like nobody knew what the premise was about until we actually got to the end of the show where it was kind of like oh wait Wanda's doing this herself mm-hmm. and even though she's been manipulating this even though like you know Agatha was manipulating it mm-hmm. all this was because of Wanda mm-hmm. Wanda started I I don't Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this because, you know, like, like I'm a diehard Marvel fan. I'm mm-hmm. saying this because when you look at track records and when you look at what Marvel has been able to do, Marvel has had, like, way more hits than they had misses. Yeah, like, true. True. Like, now, with that means, and, you know, and to, and to be fair, because, like, DC normally dominates, like, the TV side. TV show, yeah. They normally dominate. Mm-hmm. But I think with like I do feel like with the actors, with the writers, and mm-hmm. not just you know like overloading us because Agents of Shield, for instance. Mm-hmm. So with Agents of Shield, they tried to sustain one story over the course of twenty-four episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Which people burned out of, mm-hmm. which burned people out. But when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually started doing, like, two storylines a season, like, towards the end, like, I think, like, season five on, Mm -hmm. it actually worked out better for their favor. And I think Marvel may have seen that and learned from it. Like, Mm -hmm. instead of doing, like, one, either doing, like, one, like, super long season and breaking it up into, like, two different shows or breaking up into two different stories or saying, you know, we're just going to do shorter, like, shorter stories so we can tell the story efficiently and call it a day Um, instead of trying to spread it out. But I think that Marvel learns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like they can, and I feel like, you know, we wouldn't have to worry about unless we're just unless we just get to a point where we're just tired of superheroes, period. I don't think we have to worry about that burnout. But you can there's such thing as overreaching, right? To get people because I'm like all this different. You know, Marvel's a breadwinner. But I think I'm gonna go outside of DC and Marvel real quick. I'm thinking of shows like Dragon Ball Z, right? Naruto, the anime <laughs> shows, and all that. How they reach so much, you know? And like they, every character can have a spinoff, basically. That's why I'm, I'm at. Like in Marvel, I can see Marvel going that direction where, like, oh, we ran out of ideas. Let's just give this character a spinoff. Like I, like I, I'm, like I'm saying, like I won't be surprised if they go back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agent Carter and do a spinoff of just the Howling Commandos. 
which I ain't gonna lie, that probably be a little bit dope. But I, it's like at some point, you know, what is like the quality of the show is like I'm starting to like, yo, like okay, you guys are really reaching for characters, you know, like Modok, Modok, the TV show is doing great now. But I'm like, yo, you could have saved Modok for an actual movie. You know, he's not a he's not a chump. He's a character. He's a big screen character, right? You know, him and Doctor Doom, they collabed a lot on a lot of the destructions on Earth. But like, I, I feel like, you know, definitely, um, and even if we look, we like, like you said, Ryan, you looked up of what Marvel has planned in the future, and these are just what ifs and say sos and hope and I promises, right? But I feel like that list can go on. Marvel can just go to a point where, like, yo, we got stuff lined up for twenty twenty six. We got stuff lined up for 2027. And like at some point, it's like, hey yo, like, okay, you want to make sure the the stuff that's coming out in 2021, 2022, heck, I even give you 2023 are good before you just start throwing stuff out. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, just because Moon Knight coming out doesn't mean it can't flop. Just because, you know, Armor Wars coming out doesn't mean it ain't gonna flop. You know? Um and I think this is one of those things where Marvel, it's okay for Marvel to be silent on it and just catch the fans by surprise because I think uh, we we Marvel fans, like, we're so used to, like, of course, you know, MCU got 22 in. They, you know, only two flops. You know, I, I say probably a third one in there, arguably, but, like... What's the third it one? Does, y'all want to know the third one because I'm, I'm, I'm going to ruin y'all day. I don't know. I'm going ru- to ruin know, y'all day. I'm gonna ruin, ruin y'all day. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it's Captain America, but I'm, nah. I'm gonna ruin y'all day. But I, I like Captain America, so I ain't gonna go there. But just, you know, just because you have all those W's doesn't mean you can't have a season when you start losing. We learned that from DC, <laughs> like, like DC, like they was on top. Dark Knight was on top. Y'all remember that? Batman Returns on top. You know, all that was on top. They were doing good. And then they had their streaks where they're just L's after L's. It ain't impossible. And I think that's one thing that does worry me about MCU is it's like you plan so far ahead that you can not you can overthink it. They can overthink it and not necessarily focus on the quality and connecting the stories here and now. We still have questions about Black Widow. Black Widow's been postponed twice, you know, <laughs> and Endgame came out 2019. It's 2021. You know, WandaVision makes sense, right? She's a spinoff, but Black Widow is an Avenger. She's one of the first ones from the MCU standpoint. She's one of the starting, and like her and Hawkeye are finally getting like a sh- like their shine. And so we're kind of late on that already. But like you're so far in the future of like releasing this character and Shang Chi. I ain't gonna lie, I'm with. I am a little bit on Raheem's side on this. I love Shang Chi. I'm looking forward to it. But Shang Chi is one of those characters, like. Who dug up Shang Chi? Like, who in their mind was like, "Yo, it's time to bring back the Ten Rings. It's time to bring back Mandarin." Yo, let's get Shang Chi. Like, I think it's gonna go to a point where Marvel starts reaching a little too far, and it's like just just kind of keep yeah. us maintained. Yeah, and and see, and my concern also, Sheldon, is like, I mean, I'm not as concerned about like the quality of stuff because like like Raheem was saying, like Marvel rarely misses. Like, I know if yeah. they're putting something out, it's gonna be worth watching. Me personally, I can't speak for anybody else. I just don't want to get to the point where there's so much that I don't I don't have time to enjoy it all. You know, I like you know what I'm saying, like because I'm not going to like I'm probably not going to watch every single show right when it comes out because Marvel is not the only thing I'm a fan of. You know, there's other things right. that I watch and pay attention to when it comes to entertainment. 
And so if they're doing all like if they're doing so much to the point where I can't even get to it all, you know, that's what I don't want to get to. You know, that's the point right. I don't want to get to. And again, there I'm sure that there there's somebody that's planning this and trying to like realistically like set things like a certain a certain time period apart so that they feel that they're not overloading fans so their fans aren't like drinking from a fire hose trying to catch exactly. up and everything but yeah. me personally though like again if it gets if it gets too busy i'm just gonna have i'll probably if i had to let something slide it would be yeah. the show i can commit to watching all of the movies because they come yeah. out like you know few not few and far between but they come out like with the right frequency to the point where you can like watch them and be caught up pretty easily basically but for right. the shows though if i'm like if i'm behind like a certain amount of episodes or having you checked out that show i'm probably just going to rely on word of mouth to figure out what's going on instead of like watching myself so right but like i said though i mean we'll see what's going to happen guys like i do agree with raheem that like you know marvel they they really rarely miss they're gonna the quality is something we could probably be sure of for the most part but also mm-hmm. to your point Sheldon, i also hope that it doesn't it does not get to the point where the quality does dip a little bit because mm-hmm. they're just biting off more they can chew and just yeah. throwing out everything at the wall you know because i'm not that excited about like that the wakanda show for example as much as i love wakanda and everything yeah we're getting i'm looking forward to black panther too you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah of course Marvel, you know, like, i'm looking forward to that do I need a show about it? I yeah, don't know, man. I mean, I yeah. think I would be good with the movies and seeing, you know, I don't they're not gonna recast Chad with Bozeman as they shouldn't, but whatever yeah. representative there is of Wakanda and other movies, whether mm-hmm. that's a Koye or um uh what's this Shuri, you know, whoever it is, like I'm sure there's gonna be somebody that's like a representative of Wakanda that kind of carries over to um other shows. It could be another member of the Dora Malaje. I'm good with that. I don't necessarily need an entire show about Wakanda and you know the backstory of it and all that kind of stuff. I'm good with those movies, so we'll right. see. I'm looking forward to seeing what they put out, so we'll see how Marvel maintains it. Right, right. And let me paint a picture for you because you brought up a good point, Devontae. And we're going to talk about this in another episode. But how I'm thinking of Marvel right now? Don't give me the Fast and Furious aspect, uh, the kind of perspective. Like, mm. don't give me that kind of. You know how like from Fast and Furious one, right? Like you start to get it. Two is like, all right, Tokyo Drift. Is like, okay, four is like, all right, I like it. We're done here, and they just kept going and kept going and kept going. And then I don't even know where we're at. We're gonna see. We're gonna see Fast and the Furious nine, Fast nine. Uh, this month, uh, tune in for that episode. That's gonna be a fun episode. But I feel like can't you wait. can't. Yeah, I can't wait either. That's gonna be funny, or it may be good. Who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I'm probably gonna laugh a lot, which that's what movies are for, right? But like, <laughs> but I do think you can't head that direction uh, where you just kind of just keep going and keep getting more far fetched and keep getting. To this point where you're just reaching for everything like you're reaching and i think marvel i'm not exempting marvel i'm a diehard marvel fan to the fullest but I, that doesn't exclude marvel marvel can come to a point where they reach way too much um when that time's coming how it's gonna be i have no idea it may probably won't be in our lifetime who knows i don't know but i do I do. I will say this. I will say this. I am looking forward to what we have this year. I'm grateful for what we have this year. We do have Loki coming out June 9th. We do have Shang-Chi. We got the internals confirmed. Spider-Man, Black Widow. Um, uh, Multiverse of Madness. We got all that stuff confirmed. I'm looking forward to those and see what it goes from there. Um, yes. yeah. But 
yeah but that's the tv shows guys hey that's part two uh let me know what you guys think so you guys can reach out to me uh anytime let, you know just let us know and humans and um and stuff and you we probably just butchered this whole thing you probably can open up our eyes in some way shape or form let me know reach out to us on on our handles Devante, what's your handle handle is um on instagram at t-a-y underscore a-v-e raheem what's your handles on instagram it is at r-a-j-i-m h-a-r-r-i-s hey that's what's up um, and you guys already know what it is. It's Prime One Billion uh, on Instagram. My handle is Superman underscore Prime One Billion. Twitter is at Real Superman. Twitch is Prime One Billion. And I just opened up a TikTok um, that's full of uh, discussions that we talk about, and it's really heavily on Marvel and DC. It's a lot of Marvel games, a lot of Marvel skits, a lot of Marvel discussions. A lot of people have been tuning in, so follow me on TikTok at Real Superman, um, and come and swing by. Let me know your thoughts, uh, what on what you think of these shows and what to come, and uh, what we may have left out in the in the past because we left out a lot of shows. I'm not gonna lie, but um, still. You know, let us know what you guys think. Um, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Deuces.